This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh yeah, Christmas is behind us, that big blizzard is behind us, but staring right in front of us. Brittany, bitch. <laughs> You guys are the best. Sitting in the Julia chair. That's right. Brittany Arneson filling yeah. in. I can't, I, I'm scared that that laugh is too similar to my laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. It's good. It's perfect. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Julia is uh, taking advantage and taking these three days off. So she really has like 10 days off. Apparently a lot of people at this station are, but not us. <laughs> not us. Right, Rocco? I, I'm actually taking tomorrow off. Oh, oh I didn't know that. I decided my my boys learning to ski, and I'm like, you know, I need a I need a good weekday out with them to go skiing. So we're gonna take a, and it's supposed to snow tomorrow. So, yeah, so stay it be away. Better to ski Wednesday. Well, I I figured I have a lot to do before the holiday Wednesday, so I'm gonna like work today, take Got tomorrow it. off, work again Wednesday, and so is Holly doing it tomorrow? Yeah, so I think we're Holly will be sitting in with you right too. Now, yep, sorry. I know. <laughs> Show meeting. How was uh, everybody's COVID Christmas? Oh, is your butt hurt hurting from sitting around? <laughs> it's so funny when you texted. I mean, we we're like, well, what you know? What have you been watching? I was like, I've been watching everything. I feel watched out. I've watched so many things. It's How about embarrassing. You, we watched a bunch of stuff, yeah. but my we got one of those virtual reality headsets <gasps> for Christmas, the but Oculus. Do you love it? It is pretty cool. Do you have one? No, I want one. That's one of the things that's on my list. It's super worth it. And really. Yeah, except for, I mean, the games where you have to sort of walk around and do things make me super queasy and seasick. So, but playing ping pong with this thing on is like the most realistic thing. Really? I've, yeah, it's like. How many people can play with Well, one basically Oculus? just one, but oh. you can play online against other people. Got so it. like, um, Julia is the one who kind of turned me on to it. Well, present or it, family? Was, it was, you know, it said to me and my son, okay. on the, you know, but yeah. It's mostly his, but I've. It was pretty fun. Julia was the one who turned me on to it, so she, I think she said her boys have one, and that, so she's like, "You got to get one." It's cool. uh, do you get sweaty? I want. Yeah, there's some. You know, you you burn some calories. Okay, you know, dancing. So this around. was one of the hot presents yeah. besides that PlayStation that no one could find. Right. Yeah. The Oculus Quest Two. Yeah. All right, I want one. Yeah, get one. Then we can play I mean, ping pong. Love. It was just like uh, I know. It was. I mean, we went over to Casey's brother's house on Christmas Eve, the six degree day. Yeah. And you know, stood outside in a garage around some heaters. And managed to, you know, have a couple cocktails, but yeah. it was just so cold. It was so cold. Yeah, we ended up making a cheesecake and then eating that for two days straight. It was really pathetic. Yeah, but I was into it. <laughs> yeah. It was fine. It was I, fine. I uh, yeah, I just really, I was just like, I mean, I made a lot of phone calls. Yeah. And, you know, but I felt I was kind of like of the thing. I just wanted to be over and done with because yeah. I was tired of the lead up and. 
you know, I just was feeling bad about so many people in my family that were more alone than usual. And yeah. I don't know. I just was like, oh, get over with, get over with. Get I, over I, with. You're right. I hate that the special days are, I just want them to be done with. I want us to all kind of sleep through them. Yeah, kind of. And I w- didn't have, you know, we the grandkids. I, you that's know, what's that, hard. They're so fun to... Um, the open presents, open the presents talk about Santa. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I was the same way with me and my husband. Like nieces and nephews? Yeah, it's just hard without kiddos. When you give, like we ended up FaceTiming and watching a bunch of kids in our lives open the presents we got. And it was like, that was the only glimpse we had. Otherwise, me and my husband were like, here's some caramel M&M's. Right. Take your time eating them. That's all I got you, bro. I know. I, know. I did get. I did have a delicious brunch from the Birchwood Cafe. Mm. That's in my neighborhood. Yeah, I ordered it for Christmas Day, but I picked it up Christmas Eve. Yeah, and it came with a. So it was quiche Lorraine, yum the potatoes. They brought a salad. The you know, but it came with a coconut cream pie, and yum. I'm not kidding you. The pie. Look like a pizza. It was so huge. I love coconut cream pie. Mm-hmm. And then it had like chocolate between Stop. the crust and the filling. It was really amazing, but it was the biggest damn pie I've ever Did seen. Did you guys take it down? Is it done? Oh, I gave some to neighbors oh, okay. on both sides. Yeah. It was just too you much. Had to, yeah. It was yeah, it was too much for two people to eat. I mean, literally, you could have served twelve people with that pie. <laughs> Just kept going. We would have kept going. Yeah. We ran out of cheesecake yesterday. You did? Yeah. Now I'm just like, once you've been on that sugar train, I'm like, I'm going to hit up the vending machines. Like, it is Ugh, hard. It's we hard. I've been just chowing Christmas cookies like nonstop. Nonstop. Well, and it's so casual. You're like, oh, I'm just going to quickly down 800 calories real quick. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know, Rocco, we made a little dent in the Christmas oh. cookies that you and your wife made. <gasps> Those were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You got all homemade. It was just kind Did of they like t- buttery kind of taste. It was an assortment. Like, what was it? Ten kinds of cookies? There's a whole bunch. Yeah, we had spritz, and we had, like, this uh, butter brickle and an eggnog. and a. This is starting to, like... Yeah, it was kind of... It was one of the redeeming things about, you know, just like, okay, well, here's some... I'm going to mass eat. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. I um, Casey did um, make... Christmas Eve, he was kind of cute. He sent me on a treasure hunt. Oh, see, your guys' relationship is too... It literally is so cute. It's like you guys are always newlyweds, always going on trips, always in love with each yeah. other. It's sickening. Well, we didn't find each other till we were older. I was 37, yeah. and Casey was 38, and he'd been single for a single dad for a long... We just were at the right time yeah. and place in our life, and... I really didn't ever think I'd get married again. I just thought I was going to be a woman who had lovers and traveled. <laughs> you, you do, though. Yeah. You yeah, still do. Like, you just happen to have the same lover. But when I met Casey, you know, I wasn't a planned thing. Julia yeah. was not involved with it. In fact, she didn't want me to meet anybody. In, yeah. Like, as a date, Her either of her two brothers, she was always trying to set me up with the California cousins. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so, so now I, you guys are madly in love. So what was at the end of the scavenger hunt? I'm oh, scared to ask. I, oh, she blushed a little. It is Sex Monday. Yeah, I we you know we had decided this year that because um, some we do like to splurge on each other, but we decided that um, we wanted to just donate money to mm-hmm. uh, a few different causes. Yeah, that's 
Awesome. And not spend money. And also we donated some of vacation money we would have spent mm-hmm. this year. And so we just said, you can't spend more than $100, like for sure. Yeah. And um, I a bottle of Chanel number no. five. Oh, which, see, that's mm. that's like the combo and romantic. The big, and a nice yeah. big bottle. He yeah. might have gone over $100. I think that he's probably... Yeah. I think you'll forgive anyway, him. Anyway, but that was kind of exciting. That is fun. See, I think that's just cute. Like the thoughtfulness behind that. Imagine him writing those little oh, things. Oh, I had six clues and they were kind of hard. And <laughs> they were spread all over the house. And I was running all around. And I don't know. Let's see. I think that's insanely cute. Yeah. So I didn't get as great a stuff for him. But he's very happy with his line Diddy Bauer pants that he can be yeah. outside in and wool warm socks does he buy clothes for himself that often not not really yeah i know my neither does my husband he wears yeah. a lot of like like hiking cargo shorts and hiking cargo pants and i finally was like we're getting you something else like, something else i can't stand it i see him and i'm like he never hikes so what was he doing person here he is he's he quite guy. fashionable yeah. i agree Damn way, thank you yeah. yeah did you get any christmas clothes um, a little bit, and my wife got mad at me because she's like, every time, you know, you go buy the stuff I, that I want to buy for you before Christmas. And this well, is, this is the bane of every woman yes. who's got a boyfriend or every man who's got a boyfriend or a husband. Yeah. Guys tend to do that. Yeah. That's why you're impossible to get to buy for. You just buy what you want when you want it. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, but... Yeah, she got me some some underwear mm. and a Vikings shirt, and yeah, we we took it pretty easy too. Did we, you kind of tone it down? It just kind of felt like yeah. you know, if you have some extra money, maybe make a donation. Absolutely, or to, you know, give it to people who are so hurting and. It didn't feel like the kind of Christmas you should be opening extravagant. And I think that people went two different ways. I think you're kind of like us, where you kind of held back, but then I think some people. I think if you have kids, oh, you found yeah. yourself getting more to kind of fill the void of... If, if you could afford it, If I you guess. could afford yeah. it, absolutely. Yeah, that's so true. All right, listen, we um, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Yes. Unfortunately, some of us overate on this show <laughs> over the weekend, and it's all done. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Yes, you haven't actually heard Thank You Next until you've heard it on a violin, and that is from the soundtrack of Bridgerton. So good. The show that... I gobbled up in two days. I, I then Julia I'll, gobbled it up in one day. There's only eight episodes. So I have been forced to come here today. Otherwise, yes. I'd probably still be in sweatpants watching it. Because you sent me a text, I think it was this morning or yesterday, about, oh, Bridgerton, it's great. I'm like, okay, like I've seen it, but I haven't really given it the time of day. There's a lot of these, like this time era where they throw it out there. We were like, I don't know. First episode, you're you're hooked. Oh my gosh! The music alone. The, the music is fabulous. We've been talking about it. Uh, Rocco knows. We've been talking about this probably since we saw the first trailer, like in July. Yeah. We're like, oh, we've got something to look forward to Christmas Day. It's Shonda Rhimes's production from Shondaland. It's her first one away from ABC, Netflix. Uh, smartly mm-hmm. gave her the deal that she wanted, and it's obvious. From watching the show, no expense was spared. Oh, it's beautiful. It's unbelievable. Watch it on your nicest screen. I don't even know whether it could be an iPad or it could be something something that was just really nice. The, the, the picture is so like crystallized almost. The, the imagery is 
gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And then, Just, of, yeah. of course, uh, our lead uh, <sighs> actor, um, <sighs> Holly posted that. His, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Reg Jean Page. He, you can see him in Sylvie's Love, which is a romance um, movie that's out. And Bridgerton, of course, is what we, that's where I saw him. He plays Simon Bassett, the Duke of Hastings. And he is so hot. There isn't a bad angle. He looks fantastic in a high collar and he looks fantastic in nothing. He pulls up on a horse with this like kind of kind of like a western-y jacket and a purple crushed velvet vest thing and his hat. I was like, I was on the treadmill because I forced myself only, you know, you can only watch this on the treadmill. That'll last for like two minutes. Yeah. I had to get off. I was like, step what? off my treadmill. I was like, you are handsome. I sent a picture to like five people. I was like, who are you? He is the very oh. essence of sprezzatura. I was going to say the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> Took the words out of my limited English dictionary. Rocco, do you remember? I do. It means, uh, it means you look relaxed, but you put a lot of work into it behind the scenes. It's a certain nonchalance oh. and a studied carelessness about your looks and he's got it like just dripping off of him he's absolutely gorgeous he's gorgeous and there's other gorgeous men in bridgerton too but he is he takes the cake for me i mean i mean there is the the lead brother oh okay so i have to preface i've been watching emily in paris which is a very fun show our emily and perry if you want um but we've talked about it. The The sex scenes in Emily in Paris are juvenile-esque. So then right away in Bridgerton, there's a scene where I was like, oh, one of the older brothers. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm clapping on my trip. My husband's like, what? I was like, nothing. Don't worry about it. We're fine over it's here. It's such a steamy show. It's so steamy. It is really unbelievable. And then, so Holly posted the Dreamy Duke. Yeah. Uh, Reg Jean Page, if Mm -hmm. I'm saying that right. She's posted those two things. And the costume story that she posted, Bazaar did a story with um, the uh, costume designer because it is 1800s Regency era uh, London. And it's with the, you know, the fancy people, the people with money. And it is such a flashy, flashy period piece. I mean, we have royalty. We have beautiful manners. We have formal balls. Elaborate courtship. 70. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 500 
costume pieces. Oh, they're went beautiful. Into just the eight episodes, including Mr. Pearl, the famous corset guy. Yeah. Did all of the women's corsets and jewelry, so much jewelry. It's it's gorgeous and it's layers of gorgeous. There's a family that is kind of the the like the B-list family, the, the Featherstones. Yeah, the Featherstones. Featherstones. I think it's Featherstones. Featherstones. Um, and they have this really kind of eccentric style that I just love. That it's, it's always kind of green and yellow and it's very bright and That's vibrant. because the girls are not as, as beautiful. That's right. And so, but I, I love when their house comes on screen because it's because just it's, vibrant. It's yeah. like over the top. And and it's so beautiful. This this movie, I keep saying movie because it feels like that. It did kind of feel like uh, that. It's it's just stunning. Yeah, because in the eight episodes, there are ten balls mm-hmm. that happen, and Ugh. just the setting for yeah. the balls alone, the you know what they put up. Um, so there's gowns, tiaras, yeah. tailcoats. Yeah. Um, the boots on uh, the guys. The I mean, it's just the girls, because every ball is a different dress, mm-hmm. and then they wear a different dress in the daytime, yeah, and it, they have the tees. It's, it's really, it's, I could see watching it again just yeah, because. You miss things because it's just very pretty. You could look around and just have it on mute. Um, And, you know, we back to the songs, they're so fun because they'll just be playing kind of this um, background music, this beautiful, you know, quartet. And all of a sudden you'll go, wait a second. Why do I know that song? Why do I know that song? And it'll be Billie Eilish's bad guy. Like, things like that hidden in there. And that is so fun. And Wildest Dreams happens during this amazing scene, the Taylor Swift song. I love that song. I haven't seen that episode yet. Do you have that for us, maybe? It's, it's so pretty, so and pretty. Then, uh, they also cover um, uh, girls, uh, the Maroon Five, um, uh, girls like you, girls like Sean Mendez in my blood. Um, they did uh, Ariana Grande right at the beginning. Thank you, next, mm-hmm. and that's when I was like, I was almost like texting you, like, "Thank you, Lori. This is." Uh, I was just because you're like, "How do I know that?" Song? I told How do I know that. I had song? to stop it, rewind it, and go. Wait a minute. I recorded it on my phone to send then to like five other people again, and because obviously, um, I have no life, <laughs> and so like it was just one of those things where I was like, "Why? Why?" Why? This is so good. This is such the gift we needed. It really is. And there's six songs on a Bridgerton EP. Yeah. Including Bad Guy, Billie Eilish. But it's like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, that song, I know it. And it sounds so different and, and unique and then you in get the ex- violins. And you get excited because uh, right in the first episode, they have two of them. And so then now from this point on, anytime a quartet is playing, I'm like, do I know it? And then, of course, I don't. It's like some, you know, right. classical song where I'm like, no, it's just like a jig or this or that. But you find yourself so into that. And the clashing of worlds, um, the, they mix so many different worlds, like, you know, just even the music with that time. It's so fun. You're going to yeah. have a blast with this. It, it really, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh. Casey would walk in. I'd say, Casey, there's an amazing sex scene happening or there's some amazing nudity. And he'd come in and really through by the end of Sunday, <laughs> he was like, OK, so what happened with so and so? He was, <laughs> he was intrigued enough. Oh, you know, those, he's got to follow up. Why is everyone's boobs so big? I'm like, they're wearing corsets yeah. and these <laughs> impure, uh 
bus lines. Yeah. So people with big boobs really have bountiful bosoms. And even a flat-chested girl yeah. looks plenty well, I was laughing, too. The, you know, even their, like, afternoon dresses, the bus line they have is about two inches, right? So it just cuts you mid, you know, boob. Where that, it's that's just like the Empire. And it was like, that looks so painful, but beautiful. But beautiful. Yeah, so, so good. It's a couple people tweeted me over the weekend. I blame you and Julia for my Bridgerton obsess- obsession Obsessed. because we have been talking about this show off and on yeah. since July. And I feel like Donnie Love told us it was coming based on the Julia Quinn romance novels. This first season was just book one. I So a season two is coming. I'll be patient because I know they do it well. Oh, it's so good. Rocco, you really should try it. I'll check it, it out. That sounds fun. It's It, it really <laughs> isn't. If nothing else, it could um, yeah. warm Ignite. things up everywhere in your house. Okay. All right. Make you want to eat cake. Oh, that is such a perfect song to play for our next guest, Golden by Harry Styles. We are so delighted. We have Jordan Myers with us. Hello, Jordan. Hey. Oh, my God. Jordan has created the Twitter feed that has given me life for whenever I discovered you, maybe a year and a half ago. And it's uh, Lee Radswell, but it's at Radswell Lee and your satirical musings in memory of Lee Radswell. And it is just Just confection and delight. It's just fun. (laughs) Thank you. How long have you had the Lee Radswell account? Well, um, years. Years, okay. This is the second version. Uh, It was originally at Lee Radswell, but um, at that point she was alive. Okay. And um, it created some problems on, like, The Real Housewives of New York when Carol joined, her daughter-in-law. Right. And, like, so it ended up getting shut down. Like, um, Luann, Countess Luann, she follows... And she was, like, quoting my tweets as evidence in, like, her blogs at a reunion. Oh, my God. Of course she was. So it made a bit of a splash. So that got to the real Lee, and then Mm -hmm. we had to take it down. And then she passed away a couple years ago or longer? Yeah, she passed away February 2009, going on two years. Two years, okay. And at that point... At that point, I was just kind of like, I'm free. <laughs> I can, I have creative license again. Right. And it really is. I mean, how would you describe your Twitter account? I just have to check check you every day because I'm like, what is Lee musing about today? Because I love how you think. <laughs> I mean, part of it, it's all humor, but part of it is historical. Um, I uh, have... I agree, and um, I was focused on American politics in college. I really do appreciate the Kennedys and the Bouviers and that sort of thing. But I like to imagine her in that world in pop culture terms, like mm-hmm. as a real housewife, uh, you know, uh, things like that. So it just kind of skews everything. It could be, um, she was like a fashion icon. I could make a snarky remark about a designer or a real housewife get into a feud with the reality <laughs> whatever I'm feeling that day. Have you gotten into uh, feuds with reality stars with your account? Oh, yeah. You have? Who? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, there was obviously, uh, like I said, Carol Radswell 
wasn't amused by me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, God, uh, this is John Wilson from Orange County. Of course. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of them, they go on, they, um, some, though, on the flip side of it, some love it. And, like, I'm friends with some of the real, I live in L.A., mm-hmm. and um, I'm friendly with some of the real housewives and those kind of, I've been, always been around that field. Um, so they either love me or they hate me. Yeah, well, we we love you, and I always, <laughs> we always have kind of, I've always was fascinated with Lee and Jackie, and I've read everything mm-hmm. about them. Anyone who's read Vanity Fair for you know, even a few years, the stories, they don't get old. We kind of go back to seeing what they, what those ladies were all about and just uh-huh. their whole sisterhood and everything. And I guess, um, you know, I don't know. I guess I like how you kind of um, take, like, you do the life lessons with Lee, like guest houses are mm-hmm. for pot-smoking teens and old exercise <laughs> equipment. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know where you come up with this stuff, but it just lifts our spirits when we... It's so funny. My, I love the tweet you did uh, just yesterday. The, my name is Radswell Princess Lee. I like my aliens with a B. Like, that is so good. Like, I want to say that now. I want to yeah. walk around saying I mean, George are you a writer? I mean, what are, do you have podcast? I mean, what do you do for yeah, a living? Okay. I do, a, um, I do have a podcast, Keep Kicking and Kibbits. Um, we cover Bravo, Housewives, that sort of thing. Um, I do some writing. I have a day job, too. I work at UCLA, okay. my alma mater. Um, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to ask you about Kiki and Kibbits because... I am intrigued at how much uh, you seem to know about the scandalous divorce of Erica Jane and mm-hmm. Tom Girardi. Oh. Holy crap. I know. That is uh, mind-blowing because it's so many levels to it. It's not just like a housewife behaved badly. I mean, he was... Uh, Tom, her husband, was one of the most prominent, respected lawyers in the country. Mm-hmm. And this goes beyond, like, with Teresa Giudice and stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. it was shady construction deals. They uh, defrauded banks. These people were stealing from plane crash victims to fund a life with private jets. Yeah. It's appalling. Well, it was a plot in revenge. Yes. <laughs> It really was. It, Stealing money from plane crash victims was a plot on revenge. And the thing that I find interesting is that Erica Jane, this season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, well, two years in a row she's been d- disappointing. I hated how she got in the Lisa Vanderpump doggy doggy, whatever that thing was. Yeah. And I hated oh, yeah. what a biatch she was to Denise Richards. And... Mm-hmm. She was so quiet about everything. I thought, what is going on? And we didn't see her making any records or videos this year in that one weird party at Tom's house. And he told the story of meeting John Wayne. And I remember thinking, how yeah. old is this I guy? I know, I know. It was like a <laughs> grandpa I mean, rambling did, on. Like, have, can we party? Can you go to bed yet? Yeah. Did, did, I mean, I felt they were together, you know, married like 22 years. I mean, did... Do they have separate lifestyles? Is she dating Scooter Braun? And she did all dragged all the receipts about his mistresses. Is all of that true? Yeah, well, as far as the arrangement of their marriage, 
I think that is true. Mm -hmm. It was an arrangement. I mean, um, obviously, he's much older and much shorter than her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Very, uh, he was so respected, like, in circles beyond celebrity. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he did offer her a very nice lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, the what really points to points to me that um, it was an arrangement though is um, what was it last weekend when she made waves by posting pictures of yes. um, screenshots of yeah. his tweets with a mistress, a judge. Yeah, um, those tweets people were able to figure out by the dates and what they fell on. Those were from either 2016 or 2011. Oh, were, yeah. People, so pe- people are saying 2011 a lot. So she's been involved in this for years. And what the, she's not blindsided by what's going on. She was happily in that arranged marriage. And she benefited from it. Did she file for divorce because he told her to? Because the 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 bleep was hitting the fan, and she was going to be. I mean, do you think he was part? You know, like helping her with that. That's. I'm not sure about, because that would make sense. Um, I understand people said she did it so that they could move assets around and protect him. Mm-hmm. And that made sense when that first came out. But now finding out he may have no money, um, I, I don't know where to go with that. Like, well, is she? I'm trying to picture, like, how is she going to fund her life? She was... So over the top, and I mean, it's nice to be a real housewife, but Bravo doesn't pay you millions and millions. Yeah, well, she, yeah, you're right about that, and she's done so much uh, humble bragging about money and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Denise Richards and Lisa Vanderpump are both sipping their tea nice and slowly. <laughs> you have to know they are. Like, I mean, this is she was. That's something about Erica which is why I think people enjoy this story, is she wasn't very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't humble. Mm-hmm. She was so, And she was so flashy. So to have this come around to someone like her, is uh, it's karma. Yeah. People enjoy it's her, it. Yeah, it was her whole personality. She wasn't even warm or nice. I mean, mm-hmm. and so when you're relying on that being your whole personality. Well, Julia and I met her at craig's mm. last year we mm. were out for the sag awards yeah. and she was eating with lisa rinna and brad goreski and we've met lisa on the red carpet and we just like we don't care we just went up and said hi to her and i mean she was like frosty waves of dis uh just dislike for the fact that we you know came over to say hello and it wasn't until yeah. i said well they should do, redo fashion police um, Brad, and you should definitely have Eric on the panel. I was just being a total suck up that didn't mean it. And then I finally <laughs> got a smile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As cold as ice. I, I, w- <laughs> I would like to have her skewered on that show. <laughs> well, you know, she, yeah. She has, I mean, well, the thing is, she can't leave the housewives, so you know she'll be on the n- next season. Is that true? She's dating mm-hmm. Scooter Braun that she met him at a sex club? You know, that one I'm not sure about. I don't know if he would, I don't know what the benefit to him would be. That's true. Like, I mean, it's just, like, um, I get why she would want to date him, but um, as far as him, I I don't know. 
Um, I believe someone's still supporting her. I know she lives, she's moved out of the house in Pasadena, the big mansion. Mm-hmm. And she lives, I think I was told a condo, but like a very, very upscale one. And I think Hancock Park or something, which is a nice neighborhood. Yeah, that is. Um, and yeah. And so I don't, I this is like all still unfolding. Like how much? It's very messy. We yeah. love it. We very, need it. We, I love it. She'll be back, I'm sure, she on the Housewives be. of Beverly Hills. Yeah, she'll need it. And how about, uh, what are your feelings on Orange County this season? Because this is our first reality show that at least I'm watching where that it was filming during COVID and, you know, all of this. And Bronwyn story, some people are saying she's making up. Well, only the person that said that was Kelly Dodd, that yeah. she's made up yeah. her that I'm alcoholic and I'm a lesbian for the show. What do you know about Orange County? Well, I'm friendly with uh, Bronwyn, and I like her. I like her, too. She doesn't seem fake at all. Yeah. Um, I think her story is, at least for the most part, true. I mean, anytime you're on a reality show, things get heightened. Right. uh, Processed a little bit. But I really think she's on, like, a journey of self-discovery, uh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, I don't and, think we've ever really seen anyone deal with alcoholism, that issue of alcoholism, in as, you know, kind of a gut-wrenching way that we've seen with yeah. Ron one. We did not see that with Luann or, you know, yeah. I think of some of the other ones. She really seems like, like she some, tugs at the heartstrings. Yeah. Uh, definitely, because you had, like, I was trying to think back recently to the first about, I guess, with addiction issues on the show. It probably would have been um, Kim Richards. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hills. yeah, and that and, was hard to watch. That was hard, but also she's very protected. Yes. And, um, you know, there were a lot of secrets, and mm-hmm. things weren't being said to protect her. And um, with Bronwyn, I mean, she has the cameras on. It's raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and during, she's showing some. And during quarantine, like getting sober and during quarantine where you can't even go to meetings. I mean, Mm -hmm. rough. That's tough. And I I think obviously Kelly wouldn't like her because uh, they're kind of polar opposites on the spectrum. And Bronwyn is getting favor, and so it threatens yeah. Kelly. What else does she have? Like? Uh, Kelly just opens her mouth and stupid falls out. I, well, they're, when they were talking <laughs> politics, it was so painful. Yeah, it, it, it mm. is. It's painful. But I enjoy Orange County, and are you loving Salt Lake City, Jordan? I do. I really like Salt Lake. I do, too. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. There's a good balance there. I'm, I'm friendly with, like, a Heather on yes. there and stuff. I talked to her. Oh, Heather's but, got um, game. Man, love. did she have game. Oh, yeah. I she would not that have expected in. that. I can do this sober. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like her. And I like with the show, it's interesting because... um. I guess because it is a later franchise, Mm -hmm. these women have definitely studied Housewives. So Mm -hmm. they're aware of what they're doing, um, but they're still not overproduced. Like, they're being very, yeah, they're being very head on about some of their personal issues. Like Whitney's father, uh, Heather Heather and her own uh, journey with um, 
what would you call it? Finding love or Finding love and leaving the who's keeping Camelot alive with his uh Radswell Lee Twitter account. He's Did you know that like, account before? No, not before you. No. Okay. You've introduced me to way too many things. <laughs> You're a terrible influence on me. Um so funny. And he's just delightful. Yeah. I like him. He was a good guest. Yeah, I could have talked to him. I could have gossiped forever because he know. does know like more stuff. We'll have him on again. Thank God. Because Julia wants to meet him. Too bad. He can only be on when I'm That's on. That's right. Okay, so Wonder Woman 1984 dropped on uh, Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. We watched it. Did yeah. you watch we, it? I watched it last night. Rocco, did you I, watch I, it? I chose not to, so I'll listen to you two talk about it. Well, <sighs> was it an hour too long and a bit of a disappointment? A hundred percent. It was so long. And there were so many side things. We go, I could have cut this out. I've never seen a movie that felt so obvious of the scenes you could have just gotten rid of. There were so many weird pauses. It was like they got so lazy about editing. They're like, let's not, let's just put it in. I got excited at the beginning, though, because it started like the beginning of Wonder Woman with the little Diana doing a game. And we got to see Connie Nielsen and Robin Rice and the amazing warriors. And then... And then the next thing you know, we're in the year 1984, which, hey, I had a blast in 1984, but as a a time period, it's kind of a blah. Yeah. And um, uh, I I liked it. Oh, I guess I liked it, but it's not memorable. Here's the thing. The plot, if you try to, you're going to realize you are being diagnosed with crazy mouth if you try to explain the plot to someone. If you try to tell them the Mm -hmm. actual plot Mm -hmm. at this moment, who's against who and what's going on, you'll go, oh, wait, I have no idea what really happened because it wasn't structured. And, and like, the thing is, too, I know it's a DC, but you're going up against Marvel, and Marvel has got some really great writers. And Patty Jenkins did this. I mean, she did the first one, which was so good. It was so good. And like you said, the beginning part was so... It, it, you get pumped because it's set back and where they're the fake island as the little girl competing in this, like, fake over-the-top Olympics thing that these Amazon women do. Right. And then it's just, from then on out, a letdown. 1984 DC and... And the clothes, it didn't even feel like they really committed to anything. Like, they wanted her to look cool, mm-hmm. so they didn't really go hardcore on any fashion, except, like, for uh, Chris and Wig, they made really nerdy. And then when they decided to make everyone hot, they fast-forward the fashion to now. Right. And so it was kind of all over the place with that. Um, I did like seeing Chris Pine modeling 80s clothes in that one scene, but and- I don't know. Casey just looked at me, he was over, and he goes, I can't believe... That was so crappy. I and I said, "What's your grade? What's your grade?" And he goes, "I'm giving it a C minus." I'm with I'm with Casey. I there was some good. Okay, there were some skill sets we learned that she acquires in this, and I won't ruin it for anybody. Okay. Um, those scenes were enjoyable. I love her as Wonder Woman. I do too. And when she's she, so good, you know, she acquires a skill set that I really like. That she starts yeah. and does the pose while doing it, and I think that was a good scene. There were so many other bad scenes that they could have cut out. When Kristen Wiig did, turned into CGI Leopard. Why? Because here's the thing. The scene before that, she was doing such a good mean girl face. Why did you turn her into a leopard? Why? I don't know. Why? And what I... Yeah. And then the whole... It, it was a plot where you're like, what What writers did you put on this? Was it, it like the C-list well, writers? I don't know, the writers? third movie is 
It's coming out. Well, Patty Jenkins is, is uh, directing it. I mean, I thought that the the Chris Pine was a highlight, and I enjoyed the the uh, Steve Trevor fashion show. But and the mechanism they used to get him there was so lazy. It was. It was like we need Chris Pines in this. How are we going to do this? Yeah. All right, wish it. Cool. Happened. He's there. Yeah, and Done. the bad guy. I know. Pedro Pascal. I, know. I don't know, Rocco. You'll have to watch it. I mean, we have plenty of time to watch, but it's sitting at 63% on Rotten Tomatoes with critics. The audience gave it a 73%. Yeah. I did, I gave it like a B-. minus. I okay. liked it more than Casey. I just kind of thought, ah, oh, you know, it's not great. It's not, didn't... Um, it didn't reach. I mean, this is the problem with sequels, right? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. A really good movie because the first movie was so good. It was so and good. it blew us away. And uh, anyway, it just seemed. Like, I wish that Patty and her two screenwriters had tightened up this script. Absolutely. I also think they should have given her a new romantic interest. Even though I like Chris Pines, I think they could have yeah. made that more interesting. Of like a woman who's growing and. I seemed like she was lonely. She's lived 60 years without Chris Pine. I know. And he so just in restaurants and she's gorgeous. And Casey kept going, she's losing her hair. What's going on with her hair? <laughs> I'm like, she's got a receding hairline on the one side. She's beautiful. How can you be oh, so fixated? And then I found out this morning. So I didn't love the movie. I find out this morning. My husband hasn't admit to having a crush ever. We've been married for Two years, and he's never said a girl was attractive. We're sitting there having coffee. He goes to me, you know, if I was going to pick a girl, that Gal Gadot. I was like, how dare you? How dare? So now I'm double angry at the movie. Wow. Him even mentioning another girl is attractive. But then I was like, I had my mind. I was like, yeah, she's pretty dang hot. Oh, that's funny. A lot of Casey's crushes are like, you know, Raquel Wells. Yeah. He likes a lot of people like from the 70s. That's where I'm at. Are you at that? Yeah, that's his kind of era. And Margaret, Sophia Loren. (laughs) Yes, yes. The Bob Barker girls. Yes, that's so funny. Anyway, um, I, I feel like. It's a good thing we got to watch that in our home because it could have felt like a real long time in a movie Absolutely. theater. Absolutely. I don't think I would have given it that.